Blog Talk Radio. What up, BTR? We got a short show tonight. Thanks to Block Talk Radio, who's trying to buy itself, Vinny, and it ain't going to work. I'm going to show you guys how you can actually, and believe me, only 5% of you will actually be able to pull it off because the rest of you lack the discipline required to extract money from the Vegas casinos or whatever other casinos you might hang out at. So we're going to cut the theme music short. We've got 30 minutes, and I'm going to give you the real deal because I actually did it, and I continue to do it. Not quite what you think, like professional gambling. All right. What's up, everybody? Vegas Vent, sales and marketing behind the eight ball. Would have scheduled this show a while back. I can't spend, waste all this uh, time on my problems with Blog Talk Radio. I hope John Sweet out there is listening because for three weeks I could not even get into my account to schedule a show because these jackballs think that this platform requires a NASA switchboard. Um, and giving me advice like, oh, clear all your cookies, no, no, that ain't happening. That ain't happening. I shouldn't have to do that. I've been on this show, doing this show, rather, for over five glorious Years, And I'm going to tell you something else. I'm not going to be extorted to pay money so you can take a shitty show and promote it above mine. So it doesn't matter what time of night I put this show out. It's still the best. I've got the longevity to prove it. i got the number one shows to prove it. And uh, I've about had it with Blog Talk Radio and their bullshit. It's costing me a lot of money on the boxing syndication show right now. My agent, Bruce Savani, is looking for a new platform because, quite frankly, we can't trust Block Talk Radio. In the meantime, professional gambling. You know, you read a lot of books, and this is for those of you who like to gamble, and I'm going to just eliminate. In fact, I'll just make this quick. I'll let half of you go to bed right now. Uh, Those of you who like to go to Vegas or New Jersey or wherever to play, you might as well hang the phone up. This call ain't for you. Because, see, you guys are losers. And I don't mean that in a personal sense. I just mean those of you who go to Vegas to play, to, uh, you know, maybe chase some whores, to go watch Britney Spears lip sync while she shakes her ass, score a little blow, uh, Party, hit the buffet, jack with the slot machines, have a good time, lose a bunch of money and go home and say, well, we had a good time. Yeah, we lost 8000 but goddamn, that $2 buffet was incredible. You people might as well hang the phone up because you're losers. See, the, the number one rule about gambling is, first of all, the the people that this call will help the most are those who have gambled for years and have had horror stories in a casino like I have. If you have not suffered, if you have not lost every fucking dime you've ever owned, I'm talking about 
where you lost your money and you couldn't even get your shit out of the Greyhound locker because you didn't have any money left. I've been there. This goes back. This show isn't for you. This is for those of you who actually want to win, not play. In other words, it's a business. I'm going to tell you something else. If you're looking for a show that's going to show you how to go ahead and win $5,000, this ain't the show either. That is not reality. Okay? There are three key elements. And, again, back in the late 90s, I was given a choice. I had gotten out of prison after five years. I, I, I'm a master at doctoring resumes, but in Vegas they check you out. I had a choice. I could go get a job. Or I could figure out how I could try to win myself 80 to to $100 a day in the casinos. And I come from a gambling background. My grandfather owned an after-hours joint. I made money in high school, two to 300 a week, booking parlay tickets. I had a background in the games. And I had my ups and downs. One day I came across a book called The Winner's Guide to Casino Gambling by Lyle Stewart. Changed my entire life. Years later, I came by another book, and there's only two I'd ever recommend. It's called Gamble to Win, Gamble to Win, with the letter two, by R.D. Ellison, which um, changed my whole way of doing business. And I'm going to tell you, it starts off with this. I want everybody to realize the number one attribute of a, a good gambler. First of all, you avoid the stupid games. You know, I'll walk in and take a $10 bill, throw in the slot machine when I first walk in, just for fun, just to see. And by the way, if you are a slot player, uh, good luck. Uh, the only hit, uh, tip I can give you is if it says takes three coin max, put in three coins. If it says put in five, put in five. If you can't afford it, get a different machine, Okay. We're not here to talk about those those games. I'm not here to talk about keto. I'm not here to talk about blackjack. Blackjack, there's nothing you can do when you come up across a hot dealer who pulls five cards for a 21. Nothing. And the days of card counting, forget about it, please. Yeah, I know there's a few who could still maybe, maybe pull it off. It's not realistic, people. And they will throw your ass out of the computer and put you in that Griffin book so fast your head will spin. The number one thing... Believe it or not, there's two games I like to play. See, they talk about Einstein always said roulette. See, you can't beat roulette because in infinity, um, you know, the house edge eats you up. See, there's 38 numbers on a roulette wheel, okay, 1 through 36, and then in the American wheel there's two zeros. If you happen to get lucky and I go up and I put a buck on black 17 and it hits, guess what they pay me? They pay me, they leave my original dollar, they pay me 35 bucks. Yes, they shortchanged me. That's the house edge. But guess what? If I walk away right there, I just took their money. And this is the crux of the whole thing. You have got to have the discipline to say, I am willing to walk away with 80 to $200 and be happy with it. And if you can do that, and one of the little metaphors I use is I say, how much pain and suffering would somebody who had a tar roof in Vegas in 120-degree weather 
make day labor guy eight hours because I have made what they've made in eight hours, oftentimes in eight seconds. And that's where you got to get rid of the greed. So the number one key to the gambling, and again, uh, I play Baccarat, I play roulette, but I'll be honest with you, I've had the most success with roulette, even though they say, oh, you can't possibly beat it. Uh, see, Einstein's theory is when, you know, he based it on infinity. Let's just take red or black. Throw the zeros out. Pretend they don't exist. Over infinity. Infinity, yes. Black and red are going to come up 50-50, right? Okay, do a little trick right now. Flip a coin. If you've got a quarter in your pocket after the show, flip a coin 20 times. Do you think it's going to go heads, tails, head, tails, heads, tails? Most, <coughs> excuse me, most likely not. In fact, would it, would it shock you if maybe it went tails nine times in a row? See, that brings us to another thing that losers do, and that is they buck the trend. Uh, one of Vinny's rules is the rule of three. Let's pretend we're on a roulette table where you bet black or red. I don't bet the outside. I bet the inside numbers. But, okay, it goes black three times in a row. Three times in a row. Now, remember, it's a 50-50 proposition to all you math experts, right? And I know you're going to tell me the prior spin has no bearing on the out. Yeah, that may be all true. But the fact of the matter is anyone who has sat at a roulette wheel has seen things that has defied lottery odds. I have seen triple zeros come up three times in a row. I saw the number nine come up four times in a row. You math experts, tell me what the odds of that are. See, patterns happen all the time in the short term. Einstein's theory about roulette and all this is the long term. See, we're not hanging around the table long enough. See, that brings us to another part, hit and run, baby. I hit and run. I get up, I get the fuck out of there. I get up, if I make my $120, and if it takes me two spins or 18 spins, I'm out of there. And when I get up to that hotel room and I'm sitting there thinking, Oh, God, man, I could have stayed and tripled that and made it took the chandeliers home. You know what I think of? I think of that guy black tar on that roof. See, hit and run is one of the key ways. The casinos will hate you for it, but so what? It's the only way you can consistently walk out of there with money. Um, again, back to the rule of three. Black or red, it goes black three times in a row. What do you bet? This is not a system, by the way. There are no systems, people. There are no systems. There are approaches. <coughs> Excuse me. There are approaches, but there are no systems. I will not sit here and lie to you and tell you I have some secret system. I don't. It's all psychology. It starts with discipline. If you do not have the discipline to quit, well, you're up. And by the way, let me ask you a question. How many times have you ever been in a casino, even on days you took a bath? How many times can you remember at some point where you up something? Maybe it was only $40. Think about it, because I'm venturing to say that most of you were. I'm talking that day you lost everything you had. You came in, you, you, you had 2000 bucks, you lost it all on the table. Let me ask you a question. How many times has that happened? But at during some point during that little trip, you were up something. 
And my point to you is you quit while you're ahead. You quit winners. You hit and run. And if you bounce around and you do this, you don't have to worry about the house edge grinding you down. I walked up to roulette wheels. <clears throat> I look at the board. And, again, I'm going back to the rule of three, and I'm going to explain it to you. Here it goes. If it's black three times in a row, you know what your bet is? Black or you don't bet at all. Why? Because if you're wrong, you lose one bet. If you're right, you might get in on one of those weird-ass trends that anyone who sat at a roulette table and looked at those boards has seen. Now, I realize it seems to you math experts that it's very hard to believe that it could go black 13 times in a row. Let me tell you something. It's not uncommon at all. I see it happen all the time. I've seen it go black 13 times in a row, then it went red once, then it went black nine more times in a row. I've seen it go red 14 times in a row. Again, I've seen triple zeros come up three times in a row. These are patterns, and in the short term, anything can happen. So all this theory about what happens over the course of infinity, we're not interested in because we're not going to be sitting at the table till the end of all time. You get in, you have the discipline, you quit winners, a.k.a. hit and run, and remember, you have a player's edge. We always talk about the house edge. Oh, they got the house edge. Okay. You've got an edge, too. You could walk away at any time. You could vary the size of your bet. You could choose where you want to play. If you walk up to some table where everybody's dead-ass drunk and whatever and you don't get the vibe, get the fuck out of there and go somewhere else. I mean, really. And by the way, when I'm talking about these aberrations, uh, again, I sat at a table one time where red came up so often I was wondering if the wheel was fixed. But see, how do we know that the day before... Black wasn't coming up. See, you don't know. All you know is in the infinity, in the long run, black and red, much like heads and tails, are going to basically balance out. We're taking advantage of the short term. The short term, anything can happen, okay? Anything can happen. So you go with the trend. If it goes red three times in a row, your next bet is red, because it could go red 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 more times, and then you're riding the streak. If you're wrong, you lose a bet. If you're right, you might win 9 or 10. The other thing is, if you lack the discipline to quit winners, you will never, ever be a winner. If you are there in Vegas to play, you will not ever be a winner. Again, if you're there to chase whores, I actually had an Asian fellow Offer to pay me a thousand bucks to show me how I do it because my last trip to Vegas, as usual, I go up there, I pop them, I pop them here, eighty bucks one night, one twenty. I move around tables, and I never stay too long. I have a money management system that's pretty simple. If I'm playing dollar chips, I buy in at two hundred. The most I'll pull up is another two hundred. Uh, oftentimes, well, most of the time, that's enough to get me even and ahead, and I quit. If I lose that, I'm done. I usually, that seldom happens. 
Um, I play the Golden Gate Casino. It's a grind joint down on Fremont Street. I may be the only player who is ever banned from the Golden Gate Casino, and I'll tell you why. I won 12 or 13 consecutive times. I unfortunately made the mistake of playing with the same damn pit boss. Now, granted, I was winning 80 to $120, and, for, and I like to play the zeros and around the zeros. That's just my preference. Everybody has their numbers. And for some reason, this was a particular wheel that seemed damn near almost biased. It just seemed like, you know, those numbers came up a lot. So I would cash in with $200, and within 10 minutes, I'd be cashing out with 300 And the guy on a 13th time, because I was stupid, I didn't realize, you don't ever show your ass too often. He slammed his hand down, called me aside, very nice. He said, hey, you're a really good player, but I don't need your action here. I said, are you accusing me of cheating or anything, sir? Because I'm thinking, oh, here we go, casino, I'm about to get my legs broke. He said, no. He said, but I don't need your action. He said, you're a hit-and-run player. See, they don't want guys like me. They want you to sit there all night sucking down cocktails and playing. And the longer you play, that's where the house edge comes in. That's where it comes in. You sit at a roulette table eight, nine hours, uh, good luck, because that 5%, 5.03 edge will grind you down. But anything can happen in the short term. So I look up on the board. The other mistake people make is chase the numbers. They'll sit there all day and say, my God, I haven't seen 17 come in all day. And they keep chasing it and chasing it. I saw one guy lose $8,000 chasing black 17. Next day I went to the same table. Black 17 must have popped up eight times in 30 spins. Everything eventually evens out. So what I do is I look at the boards on these roulette wheels, and I see what's hot. I see three or four zeros up there. I start plunking some money down on the zeros. I always, whatever number hit last, I always drop something on that. Repeaters happen all the time. But, again, it's all about discipline. Quit while you're ahead. Hit and run. And remember, there are no systems. Also remember, there is no law that says you cannot lose 100 straight bets. There's no law that says you can't. Real interesting story for those of you who think it can't be done. There was a man named Louis G. Holloway. He was a professional gambler. He had a really, really smart rocket scientist son. And the story goes like this. He says, Dad, you can't win against a casino. You can't beat the odds. You just can't. This kid was MIT, by the way. Now, this is what Lou responded. This is what Daddy told son. He said, you're absolutely right, son. Do you see this house we're sitting in, the automobile outside? Remember all that college tuition paid for each semester? They all came from the casino winnings. But, of course, you're absolutely right. See, Louis G. Holloway was a professional gambler, but he learned one rule. If you're going to get rich, get rich in the dark. He was a small player. He made about 40 to $75 every day, adjusted for inflation. Uh, that would be about two to 300 a day now. And until he ended up with a heart condition, uh, he played every day, seven days a week for about an hour. He actually did it. So um, 
another incredible quote because, you know, everybody always used the line, all gamblers die broke. And Nick the Greek, who is a famous gambler, did die broke. Lewis Holiday didn't. He did it. He beat the casinos. And he beat the casinos by spotting patterns in these trends that happen. Weird shit happens in the short term. You're not there for the long term. Take advantage of the short term. Now, in part two, I'm going to get into specific ways I do that. But if you don't have the discipline to come in and say, I'm not interested in the horrors, and I'm not interested in 27 Jack and Cokes, and I'm not interested in going and seeing shows, and by the way, leave your girlfriend at home. As I said, I had an Asian guy who wanted to hire me. He said, well, I'm going to bring my girlfriend. She's good luck. I said, well, then you leave your girlfriend in the hotel room. Oh, I can't do that. Well, then, I'm, then guess what? We don't have a deal. See, I'm not interested in a guy who wants to play. He wants to play, not win. Ask yourself when you go to Vegas, do you want to win or do you want to play? Because playing's a lonely existence. It's not a lot of fun. But it's sure fun walking out of there with money. Okay? That is the key thing. Again, the rule of three. Anything that happens three times in a row, you go with the trend or you don't bet at all. Discipline. If you don't have discipline, you none of this shit will matter. Hit and run. When you get up, get the fuck out of there. There's no way to lose money taking a profit. Go with the trend. Remember the player's edge. You can always walk away. Change size your bet, etc. And remember, the casino doesn't beat, and I heard this from the actual sportsbook director at the Mirage tell me something that was really amazing. He says, everybody thinks it's the house edge that beats the players. He says, it's not the casinos that beat the players. The casinos just give the opportunity to the players to beat themselves. I've seen some of the dumbest son-of-a-bitches gamble I've ever seen. I've seen guys literally cover every number on a friggin' roulette wheel and wonder why they can't win. I've seen everything. It ain't the house edge that makes a guy go through $2,000 in 20 minutes because he goes $100, you know, the martingale. Let's go 100 then let's go 200 then let's go 400 Eventually got to win, right? Wrong. Saw a guy lose $2,000 in about eight spins. Or however many it was. It had, had no semblance, you know. Or a guy, I saw another guy lose 1000 chasing Black 17. Because it has to come up. He said it's got to. It's due, due for, they call it. It's due for. No, it ain't. There is no loss as Black 17 has to come up that day. It may not come up the next day. What I would be doing is looking at the scoreboard, seeing what numbers do come up. Because let me tell you something, when they roll the ball 38 times, do you think it's going to go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, all the way, and then two zeros? Do you think it's even going to go all 38 numbers in random order? No. You're going to get six, maybe four. If they roll, the, again, 38 numbers on a roulette wheel, if they spin it 38 times, I can guarantee you, you're going to have multiples of the same number. I've never seen a wheel go 38 times with 38, with every number on the wheel covered. In other words, 
you're going to have six maybe come up three times. You're going to have zeros come up back-to-back maybe. You might see number 35 show up five times. And I just play what's happening at the moment. I get in there. I do a little progressive action. I start small. I build it up. I don't have 100 chips all over the board. And by God, when I'm up 80 or $90, maybe... Like if I'm up 120, I may put I'll put the 100 in my pocket. I may take the 20, and I may spread it around because it's never cool to quit a complete winner. I never leave on a winning spin. But I mean that's basically the psychology. The psychology is very simple. How many times can you think of in your life that you lost your ass? that you could have actually walked away a winner. And even if it would have been 40 bucks, wouldn't that 40 bucks, you would have walked up to the room with 2,040 bucks. Instead, you walked up with nothing. I've been there. I've done that. You want to be able to bounce around casino to casino. You don't want to be stuck in one place. That's why Vegas is a great place. I'm not real familiar with Jersey. New Orleans only has one casino. I don't like being stuck in just one casino. Biloxi has several. Um, you want to be able to hop around. Again, roulette's supposed to be a sucker game, a house game. But, again, if I put $10 down on a number and I win $350, yeah, I should have gotten 380 That's okay. Guess who won? I did. I took 350 of their dollars. They lose. So I'm willing to fall on that sword. So the next time you walk into a casino, approach it from this perspective. I'm here to play, not I'm here to win, not play. Keep your, keep your boyfriend at home. Keep your old lady at home. Keep the hookers away. Stay off the Coke. If you want one cocktail, fine. Other than that, forget the shows. Forget all that bullshit. You can do that when you're done. Bounce around. Hit and run. Hit one table for $50, $60. Sometimes it's really fun on the first spin. You put a, If you're playing $5 chips, boom, boom, you got five. Boom. You, you, one spin. I can't tell you how many times I walked off a table after one spin when my number came in. And then I go upstairs and I realize, my God, that just paid for three nights of rooms and a dinner. Um, I did this, again, for 14 months. I grinded out a modest living. I paid my bills. I never got rich, but there's very few people that can say that they could go 14 months. And by the way, it leads us to the final thing, bankroll. If you think you could go to Vegas $500 and do this, you're crazy. Scared money, you will lose your ass. If you're going to play $1 uh, roulette chips, I would start with no less than $5,000 in my pocket. Scared money. Scared money is the kiss of death, baby. It's quantum physics. If you win, tip your dealer. Comes down to quantum physics, too. Telling you. There's, there, again, none of this is uh, airy-fairy stuff. All of you have a story about, what the fuck? Black just came up 13 times. What are the odds of that? One in 18 million, whatever. You know what? I've seen it 100 times. And once you start realizing that we're not playing Einstein's game of infinity, we're playing the short-term game. 
You can exploit it quickly. Jump on the trends. Jump on the numbers that are popping up and get the hell out of there. And I'm telling you, depending on the size of your bankroll, now if you're in one of the, if you, if you're one of these guys got a bankroll of twenty five thousand, you could easily hit and run your way out of a casino daily four or five hundred bucks. How often do I lose? Not very often. And I set a limit and I stick by it. I hope some of this was informative. I'm going to do a part two of the show. Again, wish it was longer, but I want to just weed out those of you who it doesn't fit. Remember some of the laws we talked about. Discipline, strategy, money comes last, but you've got to have it, and there are no systems. Anyone tries to sell you a system is full of shit. May you live to see the dawn. May all your dreams come true. May you always remain forever young. Guys, barter arbitrage probably is going to go down, I'd say, in the top five most decorated WSOs ever put out there. Thank you for everybody buying it. I haven't had a negative review posted. Barterarbitrage.com. Go over there. Purchase it. It's 47 bucks. last product I ever put out got more exciting news on the next show we'll be talking gambling 101 part two stay legendary peace